0: The Braves Radio Network channel on the podcast park is brought to you by Truest Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank.
1: Hey, welcome to Brave's Country.
0: How are you doing today, sir?
2: We're doing great. Finishing our coffee.
0: Well, thank you for taking our you call this morning.
3: Up, you ain't finished your coffee yet.
0: We know who the boss is, baby Jean. <laughs> That's right.
3: <laughs> no. I don't want that job baby I'm telling you right now. <laughs> How you doing? You up and Sprite?
0: You looking good? Hey, we're here. We're ready.
4: This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country, also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar. Best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994. Located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current
1: concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's.
0: Mother's Finest defy boundaries and you create your own genre, but I'm going to try to describe y'all in two words, funk and rock. And y'all did it first and nobody does it better. We got Glenn Doc Murdoch and Joyce Baby Jean Kennedy who both founded Mother's Finest in 1970 and are still touring the world here in 2022 and by my math, that's around 50 years of funky rock, metal, and soul music. And uh, Yeah, right? And you're longtime Atlanta rockers. you made history. You're in the Smithsonian Black History Museum and the Georgia Music Hall of Fame. Congratulations hey on you. that. I'm
3: tired. You tired, dog? I'm tired. Boy, that's a <laughs> lot of work, right?
0: <laughs> you guys are about to tour Europe, and then you're going to come back here and perform live at the Georgia Jam on Saturday, August 27th in Duluth, Georgia. So we're honored to have Baby Jean and Doc of Mother's Finest join us on the Braves Country Podcast. Welcome to the show, y'all. Thank yeah. you,
3: thank you for having us. This but, is a pleasure because everything great ever happened us happened in Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta, Georgia, is, is not where everybody's from, but we evolved and grew as a band, and uh, people started to love us here. So all you know, transplants, yeah, all transplants from different places, but if we say Atlanta is our home because everything great, as I said, I love that happened to us right here.
4: Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. And look, my, I've been married for a really long time. My wife and I have been married for 21 years. And, and she's a transplant too. I'm born and raised in Georgia, and she's from upstate New York. Marriage takes a lot of effort. You throw in touring the world for fifty years, and I got to start by asking, how Have you done it? What's been the key to the success of your marriage and the band at the same time?
3: Yeah, I don't know. You got to talk to God about that. <laughs> Amen. I don't Amen. Think we, we didn't have much. We didn't
4: have much to do with that. We
3: were just constantly. Uh, uh, really? Just, uh, what do you think, Dom? We're just assessing ourselves. We, we trying not to lose the respect for one another. You we
2: would check every night again to see if we was going to make it.
3: You yeah. know, <laughs> and that's what we did. Yeah. You know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the next week you say, Okay, she's
3: still here. Well, no, that's you're still in my line. I agree, right? <laughs> I love it. And we go up every morning. I say, I look at him, I say, Oh, you still here?
2: Oh, I
4: mean, that's it's funny. hard
3: for a guy to rock and roll, you know, because uh, it's just difficult because men are they're just uh, they're rovers, right? <laughs>
4: we're we're hard headed.
3: That's why marriages are tough in this industry because you know you're so accessible, you know, and the ego gets out of hand real quickly, you know. Yeah, your know, fame and fortune is kind of like a a magnet for people, you know, to try to grab onto you or to try to get in between it or try to find out what makes you tick, you know. So as a unit, we've always really been like a family. So we supported one another. And I, I'm a lucky female in a in a rock and roll band because that's awesome. These guys, being an only child, these guys became my brothers. And they protected me and covered me from a lot of stuff that could have went on in my life as a, as an artist. But I didn't have to have have that experience, so I consider myself quite lucky. And so you know, because we lived together for a long time in the same house, we had the same house, we ate and drank, and all we did was eat, sleep, and rehearse. Up in yeah. Sandy Springs. Yeah. Well, Sandy Springs, and and uh, what's that kind other of place over there by the airport? I don't know. Uh, yeah, a lot of people <laughs> from there. But anyway, I don't know. And and not only did we get married, we, we were married before we started band, but and then. We kept that under wraps for many, many years. No one knew we were married, and uh, because because we thought that would be uh, better, and, and the band was more accessible to people. And,
2: and you know, when you get older, you need companionship you know so you try not to mess that up and we let our spirituality lead the way after you know we've we've done the done the youth young thing and sewn oaks and and and, you know did all what we needed to do and but when you get a certain age and you gotta you need all all your energy just to get on the stage and wake up in the morning. <laughs> so,
3: so, so well, you know, it's, it's never that. been
2: our problem. We
3: always had a lot of great energy. Yeah, let's yeah, go You know, we don't
4: mess around. You mess around a lot. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Doc, you better watch out. She's about to come across the table. <laughs> hey,
3: man. Don't perpetuate the situation. I now. try not to. Sound like I might. I'm getting in trouble. over here. <laughs> <you. laughs> so never have any.
4: You know, Yeah, I'm an artist,
3: too. I get it. I understand. There's no problem. I'm um, also raised our son in this band on the road too you know dion who's, who's our drummer now
4: that's super cool yeah. making it even more family friendly there and i know y'all originally from chicago but uh lived in atlanta most of your life y'all fans of the atlanta braves at all
2: oh sure But well, they are my son and him my son, especially my son uh he's got his heart broke so many times me too for the braves and then this year and that that last championship i think that you know, I think we're still uh, celebrating that. I'm, I'm sad that everybody's not talking about it still. Every time the, the sports news comes on.
3: Well, I'm well. See, my thing is like they've never asked us to do the national anthem, and they don't use Teeth of the Rock" at all. You know, I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, we gotta get that squared away.
0: We gotta get that fixed.
3: We gotta get that squared uh-huh. away. Now, I don't think that's right.
0: <laughs> Start playing that as somebody's walk-up music or something. Oh, something. Uh-oh, Uh-oh. We got a
3: couple that we gotta shoot to, uh, to the Braves. They need to. You know, so oh, yeah.
2: You yeah, the basketball team used, uh, used, uh, uh, used our song just for a minute, okay. and that was that was a pleasure. It uh, wasn't long enough.
4: It, <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. wasn't long enough. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: So good. Hey, Doc, who's your favorite Braves player of all time?
2: I like uh, the guy that hit them all the <laughs> Hammer and Hank, <hike, laughs> baby. You know, I, there's too many of them. I, I actually went to my computer, this is what you call it, and, uh, and I asked Siri to bring up all the players. And there were so many out there that I said, oh, forget about it. But it was the guy, hanging um, from another country, and he just, he just every time he got up there, he was sitting home the run. So it was, oh, it was it was, great.
0: You're a big fan yeah, of the big home yeah.
2: run. Now, now, you might ask me about some of the old players. Right? Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. who's I your know, favorite who's of all, all time? Um... Uh, that, uh oh, what is his name?
4: Hank Aaron? Um, no, 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 Hank, no,
2: Hank, of course. Hank is a uh, bugger. He's in another... That's right. Yeah, yeah, you know. But it was that that young player, and he he quit not so long ago. I okay, can't. I'm sorry,
4: man. Oh, I'm
0: too that's okay. man, No, That's okay. Right. I bet you're talking about Chipper Jones. There you go. That's all I was talking
3: about. He left you hanging out there. That ain't right. He <laughs> could have helped you out a few minutes. You up trying to hunt that
2: down. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I just finished half coffee. If, once, I, once I finish this cup, I'll be able to tell you the whole thing. you'll <laughs> fix
3: the world
0: after that. Get the I, caffeine
3: buzz.
0: <laughs> Well, let, let me ask y'all an easier one. Uh, if you know, you guys tour the world, so you could live anywhere. What is it about the South that keeps y'all in Atlanta, Georgia?
2: Uh, for me, it's growth. Well, well uh, for me, it's it's where rubber hits the road, so to speak. Everything happens here, you know, and uh, you know it, it is a uh, the, the microcosm of the microcosm. And there is, uh, there's so many, How there's, there's <laughs> so many nationalities and races. I mean, we've been. There this is our second incarnation for Atlanta because we did live in uh, L.A. for longer than I thought we did. It was almost 20 years. And um, and we just, it, it was funny because uh, we had to make our minds about staying in L.A. Uh, and uh, and I think we questioned where we were going to go, but we just popped up in the bed one morning and said, we got to go back to Atlanta. You know, and uh, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's charisma. It's a feeling. It's yeah. karma. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is the most comfortable Place that we've lived,
4: you and know, back to Atlanta, we're at home. Yeah, yeah. Where they say to heaven or hell, you
3: got to go, go through to Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right, because of Hartsfield Jackson International Airport. That's right. <laughs> no, Atlanta, I mean, Atlanta, we've been a part of the involvement of this city, it's the South. And it has a lot of history that is not socially acceptable to a lot of people. I know a lot of people that have left Georgia and say they'll never come back for whatever reasons those are. Mm -hmm. But when you feel that you are a part of something that's growing spiritually, powerfully, economically, socially, racially, on a, so many levels, this is the city. When you become a part of it and you're a part of it to help it move forward, it's an embrace that you take in your heart. That's why I became home, because we planted ourselves here and we felt ourselves evolve. We felt ourselves grow. And every time we hit that stage and we watched, watched our audience, our audience you could see some of everybody in this band's uh-huh. audience. It's the That's craziest. Cool thing in the world I don't that's think awesome we do it anywhere else where we play you know i wish i could put my finger on it but it's a place the way i can look in the audience i can see people of color i can see latinos i can see a i can see everybody i can see hell's angels i can see people that wouldn't move next door to some black folks but they'll be in that audience for some reason that moment none of that fucking matters You know, it is is a moment when we come together as a community just for about an hour or two hours. We're on stage and we're having a good time. As the years go by, it open up and what is it when a cloud, when a cloud spreads? I know what it is. It spreads and it it becomes Atlanta, Georgia.
2: It's got space. That's what it is. got land. It ain't crowded. Everybody's got enough room
3: to yes, sir. And breathe. In. But as a person, you walk outside that door. Oh, everybody that comes to that door has got a smile. They can say, good morning, how you doing? I mean, you don't find that anywhere else. I'm telling you. Yeah, I
2: mean, sure
3: you, right. you. yeah, you run across anybody in the street and you say, hey, how you doing? Be blessed. You yeah. know, It's a blessed day. <laughs> I mean, you know, and then it's they true. actually mean that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you it's don't true. Find that anywhere else.
4: This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country, also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's.
5: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How?
0: We all get along in Atlanta, and it's the great melting pot. It's one of the greatest examples of, of America's uh, function as the melting pot. And, uh, you okay. guys sure do, and you guys sure do take that forward and take it around the world and, uh, and share that we with do. people. We, we appreciate that. And, Baby Jean, I wanted to ask you on your latest album, Goody Two-Shoes and the Filthy Beast, uh, I really <laughs> like the song Another Day. Jenna. You know, you, you, you open that track by singing It's Your Life If You Want It. What's the message you're sending with that song?
3: Well, it is. I think we, well, the thing is, is you choose the person that you want to be over time. Your mom and dad teaches you the right and the wrong of things, hopefully the moral things. But at the end of the day, your spirit and who you were meant to be is a choice you make along the way. Because most of us, we don't know what we're bringing into the world. You know, we're all perfect when we're little guys. We're three or four years old. But then that mother someday says, oh, Lord, that's not my son. I don't know my daughter like
4: that. That's not who she is. We didn't raise her like that. So,
3: you know, it's your life. You can make it what you want. That's a great it's message. There for you. Right outside that door is a million dollars.
4: And I see on your tour schedule that you are headed to Europe for most of August. Before you come home to Atlanta to play Georgia Jam on August 27th, you're going to Denmark, Sweden, mm-hmm. the Netherlands, Germany. You're going to Belgium and mm-hmm. Switzerland. My head is spinning just thinking about that much travel. <laughs> Will that make the homecoming to Georgia to play Georgia Jam that much more special?
3: Yeah, we'll be nice and tight and worn out and yeah. tired and we we'll won't be. Re- then we don't got we'll, <laughs> we'll be well <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, we're we're more than ready right now because we just spent six weeks in Europe and then we came home and then uh, so now we're going back to finish because during the in the process of doing Europe, you, you know, we got a little sick, you know. Yeah. So we had some dates that we had to cancel and uh, so we had to go back and replay those dates. Twenty two mm. has been great because we had to the COVID off of us, you know? Yeah. And sure. so now people are hungry. They're coming out. And, you know, we had some great houses over there. We were surprised. We worked our tails off. It was Fun. Yes, ma'am. doing the Georgia Jam is just, you know, it's wonderful. Just like at the end of the year in the holidays, we always play Buckhead Theater. And doing two nights sold out there, that's always special. as well. Yes, we that, look to that. It's going
2: to be sort of a coming together, too. We've been locked up for two years and, and struggling for this last year to try to get it all together. It's going to be uh, 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 it's going to be say hello and, and get reacquainted with a lot of people that's been sick and a lot of people, it's been, you know, all this uh, economic crap that's going on, in there. So uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a celebration, I think. So looking forward to
4: it. Baby Jean, you mentioned uh, people being hungry for good music and entertainment, and I think you're exactly right, but that makes me think about Southern cooking for a minute. What are some of the favorite uh, <laughs> spots in town you like uh, to go and eat? The barbecue spots, uh, mom and pop, meeting oh, three, uh, soul food, whatever you like.
3: Uh, yeah. No, Lord, you talking to the wrong girl. You're to the wrong lady, to the wrong woman. <laughs> because Go, go, go back. Because here's the thing, boo. Uh, I'm a vegetarian. That's all right. I have been a vegetarian for over 40 years. I haven't eaten meat. I don't eat no kind of meat, no kind of spaghetti. Nope. nothing in it. At one time, I did. Of course, my mom and dad raised me like that, but I chose another path. Yeah, no, that's right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. As a southerner, I cook vegetarian southern style. Yeah, man. I have ways of uh, recreating barbecue without having to kill something. Okay. And uh, I'm <laughs> being real. That's the truth. That's the reason why, because I don't believe in that. But that's my choice.
4: Yes, ma'am. No, around that. I'm
3: still making my cornbread and you know, an iron skillet, baby. Yes, and ma'am. And I'm still doing my candy yams, I'm doing my dressing. I'm, you know, Woo! Thanksgiving at my house is just like Thanksgiving. It's a journey. Yeah. And my sweet potato pies and my pound cake that doesn't have eggs in it. I'm <laughs> real good.
4: That sounds delicious. <laughs> hey, Doc, what about you? What do you like to eat? I'm saying.
2: Uh, we've been we've been uh, together on this whole thing, you know, led by our spirituality for uh, since 1975, and uh, that's one of the reasons probably why we're still around yeah. and we can still do what we have to
3: do. Yeah, he um, eats what I feed him. He yeah. does. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. that's what he eats. Yeah. What I cook is what I feed him. Yeah, <laughs> what he eats is what I cook.
2: Is uh. what I feed him. Yeah, so it, it, it's really like Southern vegetarian soul, it, where, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. We yeah. just don't get too
3: heavy on that. You I know they see how quiet they because
2: they don't want to hear it. No,
0: I, I think, baby Jean, I was I was kind of getting excited. I was thinking uh, we need to get a vegetarian Southern soul uh, restaurant out of you maybe. Maybe you need to I open a like spot. I
3: can make it happen, man. we trying to do that for years. Yeah,
0: I'm too lazy to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> And you don't want to share those recipes, I'm sure. Well, no, that's not it. I would <laughs> love to.
3: And I would love to see a lot, a lot at least 30% more of us turn vegetarian. They'd be surprised how much more healthy they become and uh, less ready to cause trouble.
4: I've got a, uh, a niece that's a vegetarian. I've got a co-worker that's a vegetarian. I'm surrounded by folks who don't eat meat, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> I do, but I'm okay with anybody that don't. I, you do whatever makes you happy and keeps you healthy.
3: There you go. <laughs> Yes, ma'am, that's right.
4: We're talking
0: with Glenn Doc Murdoch and Joyce Baby Jean Kennedy of Mother's Finest here on the Braves Country Podcast at the Braves Radio Network Studios. So Michelle Malone is is a friend of this show and is also playing at the Georgia Jam. She's a future Georgia Music Hall of Famer. When I told our friend Michelle Malone that Mother's Finest was joining us on the Braves Country Podcast, she freaked out. She's such a huge fan. I want to read you all Michelle's text about you guys. Here's what she said. I love Mother's Finest. Georgia loves Mother's Finest. They did Rockaplast, Don Kirshner, huge tours with The Who, Sabbath, ACDC, and they were an interracial rock band in 1970, and that takes big balls to do that, especially in the South. And she said, and they are the real deal. What's your reaction to Michelle Malone saying that about y'all?
3: She got it. The girl is on top. She's on, she's on it. She, that's exactly right. Yeah. In the 70s, it was,
2: it was tough. But it was- you, know, you know, I tell you, you know, uh, when we first came down to Atlanta, We've made friends with bands like Leonard Skinner, Wet Willie, and we used to play some of those same places. It was—I think—that's the most exciting thing that we do is playing for mixed audiences, and we used to play at Electric Ballroom. And man, we to, that place used to be like church. <laughs> and you know, I mean, we just got funky and religious. And what which, she which said is exactly right. And I think that's the reason why we love playing down here so much. Is because you know we're. All the strife and separation that's that's trying to be created, I am so glad to get on the stage and see our audience and see all of them looking at us rather than looking at each other. And when they do look at each other, they say, hey, everything is okay, you know. Uh, that's that's pretty much the whole thing, you know, not just racially, but just different from people from different backgrounds and, and, and different well, jobs, yeah. different religions. Yeah. Different
3: I mean it's 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 really also it's the it's the birth of the music too, the rock song. Yeah. You know, it did it had to find its place. And that I have a new E P out on Spotify and a couple of other places that I did on my own. Hmm. And the one thing that I made sure the interviewer knew was that I said I didn't choose rock rock chose me, because as, a, as an African-American uh, female singer, this is not a place that you find us most of the time, in a rock band. And so a lot of people don't get it. People of of, of our race, they didn't get it for a long time, especially in the 70s, mm-hmm. because the music pretty much drew uh, an audience of people who, who were supposed to be rocked out, which was a white audience. So a lot of times like, we didn't find our people in our audience, and our audience was mostly white because of the type of music that it was. And we had the same fight with the record company. Mm-hmm. because, as a predominantly black band, they thought that all our music should be geared towards black radio, but that wasn't the case. It took the freedom. It, it, it started to try to suck the freedom out of what we were trying to do because you we know, don't sit down and create music one one person. Everybody the door is open for everybody to come.
4: Yes, ma'am, but, that's right. You
3: know, some people chose not to do it because maybe the guitar was too loud or maybe there was too many <laughs> guitars or maybe we you know, for whatever the hell they chose not to come to see the band. But now check this out. What has happened over the last with bands like outcast coming along doing what they considered a little bit of a rock edge. We were gone at the time. We were living in California at the time. We were watching the movement of rock Change, especially with the uh, people of color, I say black folk. We said, well, check it out. Something's happening. It's like a uh, party like the rock star kind of got big, which was always there in our realm. And it was just as, as, as hard to deal with from the other side, because it was a genre of music that whites thought that we didn't belong, because the band was predominantly black. So that was a line we had to cross. I mean, that there is was crazy. Efforts in order to, yeah, but that was the business. It's the bureaucracy of the industry that yeah. we also later on learned that we had to deal with. Because before, we were innocent as far as what we were doing. We were making music, having a great time, watching the people come, watching the people get into it. All of a sudden, we had to deal with the bureaucracy. I mean, we go, "What the hell is that?" You know, so, where well, you know, you know, going to the record company, they got a floor for black music, and then they got a floor for rock music. You know, and we fit somewhere in between. And then we have to deal with, you know, the, the people on the top floor where it was all black music. Dealing with us saying, "You know, why y'all doing this kind of music? Why y'all ain't doing music for for the black folk?" You know, we're well, just doing music. Yeah, you know, we just I mean, doing good you know, music.
4: People. That's all we know how to do is we good music.
3: Trying to be, yeah, we were trying to be a great band we just figure to it to all people
4: yes ma'am we
3: didn't choose you know we didn't choose whether it was going to be black music or white music and this was all during the 70s and we had to walk through that with steel boots you know what i mean and sometimes we had to get real aggressive because we didn't really want to make music that always had a bitch in it you know yeah. we wanted our music to have <laughs> spirit in it yeah. we wanted it to embrace you we wanted to make you have thought provocatively we wanted it to be sexy you know and And pretty much we did a lot of that. I mean, when you listen to the lyrics of fire, fire was just used in... um in the HBO special, and they used it kind of a spiritual connotation because they, you know, if you run through the jungle, you know, you can't hide. Mm-hmm. So whatever you do, you think you're doing it behind closed doors. God is watching. Yes, you ma'am. Can't he get is. Away. Yes, ma'am. So, and, and a couple other things, you know, Doc writes politically. He's a lyric guy. Yeah. But she's so, I mean, there's a lot to talk about in that. As you can see, I can go off there. And yeah. It, but
2: she, she wasn't gonna have much to
3: say. Yeah. But mostly <laughs> she hit the nail on the. She hit the nail. <laughs> right with the ham on the right spot. No one understands what we went through as people because we didn't let it show and we didn't mention. But it. it was all really good fun.
4: It,
2: it was. was all you know, uh, it was all
3: when people sometimes they, they look at
2: us and see what we're doing and their mouths fly wide open. It's, it's like amazing it for fifty funny.
4: years too. That's <laughs> the other thing is you've done it for so long and been so successful with it. And and I want to thank you all for representing Georgia so well. You've done it all. Gold records, re. Issues, Georgia Music Hall of Famers touring the world. So I have to ask, what's left for Mother's Finest to do? Are there plans for a new album? Are there any goals left for the band? What's the future hold for y'all?
2: Yeah, just preparing, it's going to take us a minute, to um, to do new music. The band uh, and and Joyce uh, and I have been talking. The music business is so messed up right now, uh, and uh, it ain't like it used to be. So we had to get, get rid of uh, all that train of thought. And in order for us to say, let's make some more music. So yeah, we're a joy. OK, of course, She's, we just did this EP and we've been trying to do the EP for a while and the COVID got in the way and she just put it out. And, and it's a little bit bolder than, than uh, well, I ain't going to
3: stop rocking now. It's no, music. ma'am.
2: You better not. But I, I, I'm particularly proud of, uh, of uh, country music, you know, uh, because they have. Sort of taking over the, the whole rock genre and and, and inviting other people that different yeah it's a little bit of a little bit of everything and made it interesting and made it a lot of fun you know yeah.
3: and 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 the music has been uh, it's more of a collective genre of music now is what we started doing in the seventies now it's becoming a thing
4: yes you know? ma'am you're, you're exactly right
3: different parts of uh, elements of different musics coming out but you gotta check out my EP though man I it's, want to it's called rock, the is my and it just came out on Thursday, the fifteenth, I think, hmm. on Spotify.
4: And I'm sure you'll be playing it at Georgia Jam, and we can't wait to see oh, no. y'all play live.
3: Yeah, well, we play some things off of there. Yeah, we have a new bass player for Did you know that?
4: I didn't. Tell me about him.
3: Yeah, Wizard's not with us anymore. He hasn't been. Uh, we have a new. His name is Juan Van He's he's a badass. He's good. Very good. <laughs> Nothing. It, it didn't change much. Uh, he's really good. And of course, Mo is still there, and uh, Dion's playing drums, and Johnny's on the guitar. And And I have two ladies in the back now. They're really good. My little moon doll. Sammy and uh, Leslie are back there holding up the backgrounds
4: now. Yeah, I wouldn't expect anybody in that band to be anything but incredible as far as uh, (laughs) talent and musicians, just because I know your work and I know what y'all do and and what you've done for 50 years now. And like I said, can't Uh, wait to see y'all play at Georgia Jam. Georgia Jam is Saturday, August 27th at Gas South District Arena in Duluth, Georgia. You can get your tickets now before the show sets sells out, go to georgiajam.com for tickets.
0: Better sell out
3: too. It will Better sell
4: out. It will. Okay. And, and uh, I'm telling there's no doubt in my mind because that lineup is incredible. Y'all are the uh, the pinnacle of it, gonna make it great. Yeah. And if you don't have the essential music from this Georgia act, go to mothersfinest.com and make sure you fix that right now. Buy the music there. Straight from the artist. That's go. the way to do it. Thank
0: you, Doc. Thank you, baby Jean of Mothers Finest, for joining us on the Braves Country podcast. I'm
4: loving you. I'm loving you. Thank you so much Thank you for calling. Yes, sir. Y'all take care. God bless you, and I can't wait to see you at Georgia Jam. Y'all going to tear it up.
3: All right, sweetheart. We'll try to make that happen. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. God bless y'all, too.
4: Bye. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country, also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. Braves Country
0: supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherdsmen, two phenomenal veteran organizations based in the South. Check out thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com for more info and resources. That's the warrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com. Brave's country would like to thank all of our nation's great veterans.
1: This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now, it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash MAC. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.
5: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.